Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And that's why we're not together. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny, like, um, you know, from the very second you're born, you're separated from someone. Do you know what I mean? Because like uh, you're you're uh, inside a belly and you're you grow for months. And at some stage you become aware of your surroundings, I guess, as, as a baby, don't you? Do you think? Yeah. Well, you know, in as much as, you know, like Ruby's aware, you know, like you're just in in, and you're just nice and you're moving around. You can't really see anything. And all your food is being taken care of and you just feel. And then you're given birth to and you're separated. Yes. Yes. So why why are babies and mothers? Well, the baby and the mothers stay very close for quite a a long time, don't they? Like how long did you uh, did you breastfeed both Jack and Daniel? Yes, I did. And I'm proud of it. <laughs> did you? But pre- I didn't do it until they were three. I I did it for like six, seven months, maybe nine. And I just I just remember I was trying to wean Jack off, and I had to spend two nights uh, rocking him because he would be violently crying and. Uh, you know, um, wanting his boob, and I said no, and it, he was so distraught. I, because you know, I remember in when we lived in Australia, I used to sing this song. Oh, my name is Jack, and I lie on my back, and I have no hair. Uh, what was it? Oh, my name is Jack, and I lie on my back, and I have no hair, and I n- 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 sleep and in I my l- chair, sleep in my chair, and I like to suck a milk from my mama's boobs. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that was when Jack was very small. He doesn't yeah, do it anymore. And they both liked it. Yeah. But, and they refused normal milk. But why? 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 M- some mothers feed their kids, you know, like till they're till they're uh, teenagers with breastfeeding. Mom. Teenagers. No, but I mean, what? How old? What, how old is the oldest that people feed their kids? Uh, I think like three or four. 
Yeah, it is funny to see a, a, a three-year-old or a four-year-old kind of walking in <laughs> and just sort of, how are you? And just, just climbing do. up on his mother and pulling yeah, out yeah, her tit. Yeah, and, yeah. and just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of weird. But I remember when uh, Daniel, oh. when you were carrying, da- when you were carrying Daniel, Daniel, your knockers got huge, like enormous. They, yeah, they really got b- very big and they and like and two, painful. Two cabbages. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at myself, <laughs> and I was just like, Jack and Daniel, pay attention to your mom's boobs getting bigger. No, and I, I was just, I was mesmerized. I said, How is it even possible? Did you like it? Not when they were that big. No, because then they sore. Right. So they put um, cabbage leaves on top of them to relieve the soreness. Is that right? Yeah. They put the cabbage leaves in the fridge. I've got an article here uh, that says why this mom is still breastfeeding her nine-year-old kid. Fucking hell. Nine years of age. And? Um, Yeah. It's cemented a lifelong bond between them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's her uh, justification one of them but as we get older um you know it's funny so guys love to suck girls tits is that is that is that why that we're into that as we are older i think so it's just like journeying back to your infant year yeah and uh, you know we all but like i mean go- girls do, girls don't love. do it Gr- girls don't do it to Guys? guys some guys love it what having their nipples sucked i guess well <laughs> 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 i mean not well i suppose no i suppose i suppose yeah do. no girls like, they do girls some. girls suck guys in a different way but like can imagine can imagine if you breastfed through your penis ah come on sorry guys <laughs> no, that, that's, that's getting too awkward yeah i know every time i want to go in a weird direction i think my two sons are sitting over there yeah, maybe that's why you don't need to go weird. Yes. Anyway, listen. Uh, yes, breastfeeding. Okay. Uh, y- yeah, up until and but it it is funny. I mean, that's is that as good as it gets in terms of human um, existence, whereby the kid, the little you know the kids' little faces, they're sort of flat and they just can smush into the big soft warm breast, and so they have that feeling of comfort and closeness and then the the nipple is designed in such a way that it just fits perfectly into the little baby's mouth got no teeth and mm. uh, it's amazing what do they call it latching don't they latching yes and they get the best nutrition that's right ever. the first few days of the bur- the baby's <laughs> life the mother produces stuff called colostrum isn't yes. it yes and what is in this uh this colostrum all antibodies and this and that yes and prepares i wonder is it good for us as adults to drink colostrum actually i think you can buy fucking uh, hell supplement called colostrum or just or just because i know my neighbor down the road (laughs) i'm not going to say her name obviously should i but she's 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 going to be giving birth in two weeks should i say to her listen you wouldn't express some of your tit milk (laughs) 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 <laughs> and she's very nice. She probably would. Yeah, I mean, like uh, did you, I used to express. And did you freeze. drink your? Did you drink your milk? No, I didn't actually. I should have tasted. I did. I think I did. T- I did taste it. I think yeah, because it's very watery. <laughs> I'm trying to think from Daniel and Jack's point of view. If I listened to my mother and father talking about uh, and Ines 
at, at my Annette, did, did, did you uh, taste your, the breast of milk? Did you? Did you taste it? <laughs> no, I didn't, David. I did. I thought it was great. So did you like it? I think it's very watery and it doesn't taste really Yeah, well, that, well that, that's what I mean. The consistency of breast milk changes over time. I think it gets wa- more watery as, as the it? kid is I'm, older. I'm not as sure. It's very watery from the start. But I think we're still... It's funny. The first few years of a human's life, those first two years, really, you're, it's like you're chasing that in various other forms. Like, you know, the, the intimacy and warm feelings that adults get it, it, it has a has a real echo to a mother and baby mm. i know i'm in an area now where i'm potentially but i'm trying to can can the boys jump in here a little bit mm, i think <laughs> in other words can you huh i can't remember much of uh that time <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but but in other words french kissing or kissing the way people kiss what yeah. is is that a version of getting that warm feeling of breastfeeding uh, I'm not sure, but like we all search for uh, intimacy and closeness and hug and yeah. like sinking into a good, each a great, other. a great hug, a, a great hug. It cannot cannot be beaten. Sometimes yeah. you are in the mood, or just you're just in the right, you're in the right pl- place. You're, you you know for a hug. Yeah, but you know you know sometimes in your life you just you're just in that perfect, and and then somebody gives you that hug and gives you a good hug. And it mm. really takes the fucking pressure off and takes anxiety away. Mm. I, got, I remember once I got a hug from a girl called Jane. Uh, in, I, was on, I remember it. It was on Leeson Street. And, I, uh, man, I must have needed a hug. She gave me a fucking hug, and it was fucking brilliant. Yeah, and what was circumstances like? Uh, I can't remember. Did she just come up to you and say, oh, David, you need a no, hug? No, I think I might have said, here, you wouldn't give us a hug there, would you? <laughs> <laughs> and she said, okay, go on. <laughs> Go on then. But even, you know, even if it wasn't like fully enthusiastic, it certainly I, I often think like, you know, when babies or little little young ch- babies, you know, when they first learn to shit in a potty and the moms and dads, you know, and they heap so much praise on this little child. Mm. And, and for that child at that moment, like the mother and the father represent the universe, the, the son. And to that little baby, it's like. God raining down gifts of acceptance and love and validation, and and you you know you never really it doesn't get it doesn't get better. Well, provided that parents are really no, but I mean aware. for uh, you know when you're when you're older, like in your twenties or thirties or forties, you're n- you're never going to experience that level of. Um, validation, adoration, acceptance, warmth. But that's what I'm saying. You know, Do we get validation from our parents? Isn't Freud talking about how everything comes back to your mother? Right. The Madonna complex, yes. you know, that kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Um, but Freud is a little bit... Um, everything sexual. This, uh, this, well, you're not disqualified, but disregarded nowadays because he's, he's just too simple. Like, yeah. he... he connects everything to a sexual so i uh, sorry i'm just trying to think if yeah sorry hannah for cut sorry hannah for cutting you off but i just got, i'm such a fucking narcissist and i'm i really i'm aware of that and you were probably saying something really interesting but i was just thinking of what i wanted to say which okay, is what do you want to say um i'm just aware of that 
So if I'm using the analogy of somebody winning an Oscar and it's just a sophisticated version of two parents looking at their kid, did you shit in a potty? Oh, my God. What? So you we're chasing that feeling for the rest of our life in the form of winning a race, winning an Oscar, painting a great thing or whatever. So then how would you explain what Will Smith did? <laughs> so Will Smith wins the Oscar, right? So we get to that point. Oh, my God, Will Smith, you did a big shit in a potty. Congratulations. And then... What happened? He tr threw a tantrum. He threw it. What did you think, by the way, Daniel Jack? Daniel, actually, uh, Daniel, what yeah. did you think of Will Smith? Uh, uh, because of, can I, can I just say, I think, he, 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 yeah, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I think he did the slap before he got the Oscar, did he? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, and he still got the Oscar. Okay, yeah. so, so what did, what, awkward. <laughs> what, what did you think when, when he did that? Or what do you think of it now, subsequently? Uh, yeah, it might have been like a, a stunt f to get people to watch the Oscar, you know? Well, that's what I thought it was initially. Yeah. Did you think uh, that? Yeah, I did. I thought it was um, staged. It do looked you, staged the do way you, do he you did have, him. Do you have a theory? Does anybody have a theory about it? I mean, where his head was at, where this I uh, think, I think Will incredibly talented man, Will Smith. I think he's a cook. That's probably why. Oh. <laughs> do you know what a cook is? C U C K, a cuckold. I'll get the oh, definition. No. Do, you, do you know what it is? No. Well, that is basically someone who is in a relationship with someone. Could be, right? A weak or servile man. Oh man, it's not a cook. A woman can't be a cook. No, I don't. Think okay. So. Often used as a contemptuous term for a man with moderate or progressive political views. Okay. Well. I kind of think it's probably might be close because I was in a very codependent relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, um, every facial expression of this woman, I was reading it as a lesser or greater fucking rejection to me. I believed this person was the one. And by the way, just some advice um, to men or women or anyone in between. Uh, you, There's no, so I mean, and I'm not just saying this. But there is no such thing as the one, romantically. Mm. I mean, you have... Well, we are the one. Huh? We are the one for ourselves. Right. Because, uh, and the way you know that there's n no such thing as the one, because you haven't met everyone. You know, you, ca you can't say definitively that the person you're with romantically is the one, because, y you know, what about... There's millions of people in India, everywhere, you know. Do you think life is random or there's <coughs> a set path before? Oh, I, I think it's uh, random. Well, I would disagree. It's well, well then, well, then you would, then, sure, on Hannah's side, there would be the one for someone because uh, it's decided already. Well, I think everybody has a, a soulmate. Uh, well, uh, uh, no, I think th I think th there are people that are compatible with yeah. people, but I don't think there's one person that's compatible with you. Um, I think it's a very dangerous thing to uh, believe because if a, you literally for think a you're point with point of time. Well, if you okay, well if you change. literally think you're with the one, then no. then you be then you be out of your fucking mind that the person is going to leave you because your whole world will fall apart. Because that's what I believed but about this person, and then when they when they kicked kicked me out. Oh, I fucking, you know, I lost my mind. Well, I'm, not well, I'm just trying to say, I'm just trying to say that this, sorry, just to go back to the Will Smith thing. I think he was in a very 
And by the way, this is purely theoretical, but I'm just saying I'm trying to put myself in Will Smith's head and how I, w- what would have motivated me to go up on stage and slap someone. But so I he think made a he crack. I'd have done without thinking. I think. It just well, no, but hang a second. I think. But the, he, he, was, he was laughing initially. And no, then I, he looked at his wife. His wife. And then she obviously gave him a look. What's his wife's name again? Jada Pink Jada. Smith. Right. So Jada, I think Jada, the, the, the reason. She's a manipulative bitch. <laughs> Well, well, well. The, re- <laughs> the reason I think Jay, because I think Jada w- would have been saying things to him. You, you know, are you a man? You're not a man. A real man would blah blah blah. A real yeah. man would do this. I'd say there was a lot of that in the relationship. You know, man, man, man. Do you man. know? Do you know? And, and the so, story? He, so he, so he, he told. I'm just saying theoretically, emasculate. So here he was at this point, and he's he's had this for ages, and is and he, but he's crazy about her. I mean, and he probably believes. That Jada is the one, and I can tell you right now, Will Smith. You know, Jada is not the one. She's uh, there's lots of the ones for you. Okay, but anyway, so that's so he acted accordingly. So Jada was his god, and you're are you a man or you a man? And then you have somebody like Chris Rock makes this crack, fairly innocent, and then right, and then he he makes the decision. I'm going to prove that I am a man. But also, he attacks a guy that's a lot smaller than him, so he knows he's not going to really uh, get attacked back. So it wasn't that uh, courageous or brave a thing to do, number one. I mean, physically, as a man. And secondly, it was a mad thing to do because uh, it was, you know, televised. So, Sorry, Jack, somebody you wanted said- to that it was like shitting on a table during the dinner. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We used to, we used to, we used to uh, ask questions like that. For a million pounds, would you, like at Christmas dinner, you know, pull, you know, you know, everybody's sitting around. Would you pull your pants down and just stand on the table and just shit on top of the turkey? Mm. <laughs> what would be your minimum? <laughs> what would be your minimum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. For I, I a do, million, I for do a it for five grand. Oh, minimum. Jesus. No, man. no, but, but like... It, would, it, would you shit on the table for 5,000 fucking pounds? Yeah. No, you would not, Jack. <laughs> shit on the table. Yeah, what? I mean, At a dinner? Socially, it's socially, so, socially, it's unacceptable. But if you think about it practically, it's a very easy thing to do. You know? Well, you what, to, it, you have, if you break it down, how much minimum? money you but, make per second? But, but you have to feel the urge of shitting. Yeah, oh, for fuck's sake! Just, what I'm saying is, a lot of food. What's your minimum price, Jack? <laughs> like, like, listen, I, I, I would try and get a lot, and I would negotiate a lot. But if it was like the highest, they they can go five thousand. Oh yeah, no, I actually probably wouldn't do it. Five thousand euros. <laughs> so you're there, and, and people are sitting it. down, and you yeah. did a, you'd have to pull down your pants. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But it's, but and 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 shit on the table, and then you but walk say, over. But say, but say someone. Okay, say someone. Did the answer is no fucking <laughs> amount of money. You might not because you know you might be poor, but at least you'll have your integrity, like <laughs> your father. Dignity, like and what dig- kind of dignity? Oh, I have to tell you about dignity. You, you've done public urination, David, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, but I, I've done it with people not around. I've been talking about integrity. It's very funny. I think this kind of encapsulates, uh, you know, to a certain extent, then my life. I'm not talking about when I was an alcoholic, but a few years ago, my neighbor wanted to uh, cut down some branches, right? And so we there was this guy around the corner, builder, borrowed his ladder, went up the tree, 
and he wasn't holding it properly and I might have said something to him or whatever and then he said well do you want me to take it away and I said yeah take your fucking ladder away right so he took the ladder away and I had no way of get it getting down out of the tree <laughs> and I was I was stuck up in the tree right <laughs> but I had my integrity <laughs> I stood up for myself. So I think my career, that kind of encapsulated. Well, luckily, your man Mark, is that his name? He's got a big uh, van and he pulled up beside the tree. It's got a big high top van and I climbed on top of his van. And actually, that brought us close together. We bonded over that. But I think that sort of encapsulates my uh, career. You know, I I might not be doing that great and I I might be isolated and I might have burnt a lot of bridges. But I've got my integrity. So you didn't shit on the table, you shat the bed. I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking about me again. I'm so narcissistic. But yeah, Daniel, Jack, Daniel, do you have a price that you would shit on a fucking table? Mm. Um. <laughs> Five yeah, I mean, a million. Yeah. A million's pretty good. A million. You wouldn't go below. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, a million. Okay. Nine hundred ninety nine. What but, what dinner? But, what dinner is it? You know. But also, like, I would have to see the money to do it. Because, like, if somebody says, I give you, and they don't... Uh, Is it like a Christmas formal dinner? It's funny, as we're talking about shitting, right? And and shitting. <laughs> I remember there was, I was staying in Medlar Street in Camberwell, and the fucking toilet was blocked, and it was such a hassle. Oh, and why I had to, was it blocked? Just tell us. Oh, because I, I, I put wet wipes in the fucking thing. But this was before I had... You know, it was a really stupid thing to do. But, my God, it made me appreciate plumbing so much like we take mm. that stuff for granted plumbers make yeah. a lot of money apparently did you know that jack and daniel no kind of <laughs> well you know what i mean because like if you're if your toilet's blocked you're fucked but mm. it, it just it just made me appreciate you know toilets and plumbing and then the fact that i think it's, that's a sign of civilization the fact that you shit you can shit and it's taken as far away as possible yeah yeah Indeed. <laughs> yes. Civilization. Se- sewage systems are uh, vital. They are vital. I mean, vital. Yeah. They, I think the Romans, did the Roman, the Romans, did the Romans invent sewage systems? What about well, the sewer people? What, what about I the sewer people? Did, the people like that live in the sewers. <laughs> yeah, but Daniel, it's true. It's they true. lived in the fucking sewers to escape, uh, you know, the pogroms and to escape, uh, you know, Nazis and all that. No, there's, the there's people there now. <laughs> yeah, in, La- in Las Vegas, there's a big community oh, of yeah. sewer people. Yeah, but they're on um, crack and. Uh, they're they're still people. Yeah, I know they're people, but they're not like uh, regular people who've made uh, life choices that don't kill them why what? just because they live in the sewers <laughs> i know that what i'm trying to say is that they're adi- they're addicted to very very dr- heavy drugs they're having a good time mm. who knows <laughs> but uh, what are we talking about oh yeah the no. minoans invented sewers the minoans yes uh but you know the Persians, Athenians, and how long ago is that? How long ago is that? Uh, that's around three thousand BC, three four thousand. It's BC. funny, isn't it? You, you would think that you'd invent fucking sewage straight away. Like it's mad to think that you know uh, you'd be there and you'd just take a shite somewhere, and it would smell, and everybody'd be going, "Yeah, come here." You wouldn't fucking shit Pe- somewhere people else. People would have used uh, public bathrooms a lot more back then. 
and uh, you'd only really need a sewage system if you had a big metropolitan city. So when people, especially like in Europe, like in G- in Germany and stuff like that. Do you ever see those castles where the toilet is like, um, you know, you just hang your arse over this hole and there's a big drop into the moat or well, something. Well, my grandfather but had this kind of... Uh toilet oh yeah there was a there was a toilet like that when i was in ukraine there was one of those toilets those outhouses yeah like but i mean was there is it just a big cesspit or uh, like the to- they wouldn't be flowing so anywhere no no well, so what, what do they do with all the shit and piss yeah I, I don't know they they just um i don't know i don't know they do something with it. the worst is when you have a fart and then it's not a fart oh yeah a short yeah mm. That I- that is rough. Or or when you get a shit attack and you're like about five minutes away from home and you're just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you just you just running into the into the house, and then you just you know that that was what, what was that Dumb and Dumber? You remember we were watching that film yeah. and your man he'd taken laxatives, oh, yeah. and he just ran to the toilet and just his arse exploded into the toilet. That happens to me in Morocco. <laughs> go on, go on, tell us. <laughs> when, were you, when were you in Morocco? I was in Morocco like um, 2013 with, with my then boyfriend Benjamin. Where's Benjamin from? Uh, he's Belgium, lived in Paris. And what did you think was funny about this guy, by the way? Didn't you say that? Was that did that kind of turn you off him a little bit, the way he pronounced words? Uh, no, no, it was cute. It's just so go like, on, what would he like say? He would, instead of mountains, he would say mountain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would read me books in English and I wouldn't understand because it was such a hard How do you mean French. he'd read you books in English? Because he was a bit weird, so <laughs> let's say... <laughs> What you mean? Be lying in bed with him? He read you fucking book. No. Was he was he reading your bedtime stories? <laughs> <like> <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, going back to Morocco, yeah. So we were in those. Um, we stayed in this beautiful Riyadh. Oh yeah, yeah. Those Riyads are really cool. Uh, yeah. Really beautiful. And then we having breakfast, but you know, like the food and the hygiene was maybe not the highest quality. So I felt this urge to go <laughs> to the bathroom and I had to go you know three flights of stairs up yeah and then and you know like it, it was like an avalanche of stuff so I I, I couldn't hold it in oh you, oh, you so you shot yourself on the way to the jacks <laughs> so when and I what did, how did you oh yeah and then then you're then in I then you're then the you're bathroom. in a whole then you're in a whole cluster fuck of shit <laughs> do you know what I mean that's the funny thing about shite like what it's inside is you know you're talking to somebody anybody like like think of Dua Lipa right and you think she's like the, the, but she's full of shit like everyone that you look mm. up to Brad Pitt like he's beyond the red carpet and he's probably got a little bit of a turtly old shit poking out his arsehole you know what I mean like <laughs> I mean every like everyone is full to a lesser or greater degree full yes. of sh- shit but my God Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Very grateful for the sphincter and the arsehole containing the shit because if you don't shit in the right place, you know, you're, you're in a whole lot of trouble. Same with wanking. Yeah. So anyway, so... Louis C.K.? I had to <laughs> dispose my clothes. I didn't. I didn't wash them. I just put them in a plastic bag. Oh yeah, and just and just bury them. And just bury them. Three hundred <laughs> meters underground. Yeah. But it's funny. I do you think men enjoy a shite more than women? Mm, I don't know. I think men would be more uh, talking about it and expressing their love of a shite <laughs> yeah <laughs> because because I, yeah. I i actually a mate of mine he's like i'm going for a shite like you know i'm going for a shit you know you know you, know, you never hear a woman oh maybe that. because they have a few moments on their own yeah they close the door and nobody bothers them it's like when you're working and you go uh you go to t- take a shite and you know you just sit there for, for a yeah minutes. actually that's right when i was working really hard during the savage eye like i mean i'm talking about 18 19 hour whatever and uh, 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 days uh, and uh, that was the only time I kind of had to myself. And there was something very lovely, just like just mm-hmm. having a shite. And in a way you do, you, you, you have a relationship with the toilet. I often think sometimes like my arsehole is having a conversation with the jacks, with the toilet. And no, it's and, and the toilet never comes off great in that interaction. <laughs> 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 the toilet's just like they're going how are you and, and the arsehole's going wait till you hear this huh <laughs> <laughs> the toilet's like you fucking really whatever and then you flush it and the toilet goes okay go on then I'll see you next time <laughs> sometimes when I'm pissing do you ever do you ever see the sound of pissing you know it sounds like it sounds like what I imagine. Uh, what's that, James Joyce? Ulysses. You know that sort of stream of consciousness. Well, it's literally a stream of his stream of consciousness. It's like kind of. Sometimes, if I haven't slept enough, you know, I'm slightly. I can hear voices in the sound of the piss hitting <laughs> the toilet. I'm opening up here, guys. Anybody can jump in at any point. I mean, I'm the only one that looks like a fucking idiot here. So, no, but what were you saying? That you don't need magic mushrooms. You are on magic mushrooms. Oh, my God, yeah, that's so true. Because uh, I have to say, I do admire the shit out of you, speaking of shit and stuff, that you got, you were able to go on these ayahuasca weekends. Like, mm. how many of those have you gone? I mean, I'm deadly serious because I wouldn't go near that stuff. You go up the Wicklow Mountains, you sit around a drumming circle. First of all, I'm on the fucking spectrum and I'd arrive to those drumming circles and I'd look at that guy and that one and I'd be going, good night. You know what I mean? Hi, my name's for, okay, see you, you know, whatever. And, you know, your man going, hey, everyone, boom, boom, you know, and then you're doing a big load of what, what actually talk about what because a lot of people wouldn't have gone to what, what, am, what am I talking about? Go on. Sorry. What's an ayahuasca weekend? Um, so, um, you go, you go away, you meet with people, you, that is important that you have a proper shaman or a person who is, 
And how are the shamans Lovely. like? How much, uh, you know, uh, experience like or, you know, yeah, the, education you know. do a sh does a shaman need to have before he can call him or her can call themselves a shaman? Well, I think they have to, you know, like be like an apprentice for some time and do it himself or herself <coughs> a few times or several. Like, times. can you do a shaman course for a weekend? No, you'd have to do it no, for a few years. Can. Yeah, you have to actually. Is there a qualification? Oh, a qualification! <laughs> Thank you. I I don't think that anybody looks for the. It's like if you've gone to. But anyway, so a so certain so amount of festivals. So yeah, so whoever whoever the, whoever the person yeah, is, I, they've I, had experience and, and they they would have had a good reputation. Yeah, so you go so you go up to Wicklow, shaman. So what? So tell us about the ceremony. So you sit there, hello, and then you're given liquid. Is it? Yeah, you, Are you, you reluctant to talk about it? No, no, no. Okay. You're given you give the brew. The brew is ayahuasca <coughs> brew. Yeah. It's like a mixture of ayahuasca and um, matuma, I mean, tobacco plant. Because mm -hmm. ayahuasca on its own wouldn't... Um, wouldn't allow you to go on a on a trip. Wouldn't, Jesus Christ. Wouldn't yeah. allow to, um, you know, because you have enzyme who dis which destroyed DMT. Because usually you smoke DMT. What's DMT for Christ's sake, Jack? Daniel, Hannah. Um, it's I, Joe Rogan's strong favorite stuff. word. Oh, yes, strong Joe Rogan's very yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan uh, was really into all this stuff. Yeah. Do you reckon, uh, as a result of Joe Rogan doing it, he kind of reached a new level of consciousness, possibly? Because do you, do you think it can open people that's up? That's what I'm saying. That when you take it, when you let's say when you drink it, in that way. It allows you for a long journey because if you smoke it, it's a very short and intense. So that's the only way you can drink it and not being destroyed by your body. So when you drink it, you go on a journey and that journey takes you to a different level of understanding world, seeing the world. And how long does it last for? Uh, up to five hours. <laughs> And you see now, uh, can I just and say? It all depends, and it says that the plant medicine is so clever that it knows what you need. Right. So there are some people who might drink it and have no experience whatsoever because they're not ready. Maybe they need to just um, physically vomit and cleanse the body, mm. and then maybe a second or third time. They might give um, some experiences, some mm. uh, awareness, hearing the voices, messages. But you see, that's what I mean about you. I think that shows what a good, solid, authentic, nurturing person you are. That you can do the... And, and you've, you've done them 30 or 40 times. Yeah, and over like three years. Over three years. I mean, I'd just be so afraid. Uh, like, whatever doors are in my head I, uh, they're all they're all sort of slightly open anyway and the idea of doing that i i feel like i'm slightly a bit tripping out anyway and i'm just i just you know i think it would just tell me what i'm afraid to hear about myself and i don't want to know that i'm a total cunt coward yes i am 100 percent, uh, daniel yeah that's true I am a, I'm a coward, but it takes it takes courage to admit that. Thank you. <laughs> but I, I do think that you have to take an informed decision mm. and you one should read and educate themselves about it because that's true. When you open the <coughs> door, you can't close it. Can you not? No. Really? So if the door is open, it stays open. 
So. Oh yeah, you it, changed. You're changed forever or something. Uh, How do you know about that, Daniel? Well, like I've taken magic mushrooms. Oh, and Jesus you're not, Christ! You're not the same after them for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it might have uh, consequences. Uh, but you know, there's a toad that's like covered in DMT or something, and if you squeeze it, it like, you know, you can <laughs> you could buy the toad, put it in a cage, and then yeah, it's <laughs> a, it's my beautiful Prince Daniel. What do you mean when you, you you changed after taking magic mushrooms? Yeah, well, it definitely like expanded my mind and opened doors to. Did it change you? Do you think in a good way? Yeah, I th- I, I, think I thought you. I, were I, I think I probably. Needed it, yeah. When was that? Uh, like, was that electric picnic that time? Yeah, yeah. But so. also, but uh, I, I shouldn't have. Go on, yeah. sorry, Daniel. Yeah, I shouldn't have taken it at electric picnic. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Too much stuff going on. Like, right. You know, like too, too much. Li- yeah, too too much stimulus. May, yeah, yeah. May I just say that's why you need a shaman which pr- who right. protects this space because there's a lot of entities and a lot of bad entities and a lot oh of a lot of bad entities and uh, those bad entities can see you. I, I i know what you mean i remember one time this is whatever 25 years ago during the ecstasy craze i i've taken ecstasy twice you know i, I don't i'm not into drugs by the way they mm. don't suit me at all i i agree agree, agree right yeah because i mean th- i think there are certain people you are naturally on drugs i do feel that way yeah compared to because i see how people are and you know I'm like that normally, but not all the time. But you know, but uh, you know, I was on ecstasy, and you know, my you know, and I and there was some you know guy just kind of seeing that I was on the edge of not being able to handle it, and just kind of enjoying the fact that he could see that, and he was sort of fucking around with me. It was was horrible to you know. He was kind of you know. I'm like, (laughs) and he's going like, you know, like Mm -hmm. like what an asshole. That was the time. That was the time I panic. I, I had a panic attack. Oh, I had a panic attack with you. Yeah, you, I you and me were on ecstasy, <laughs> and, and 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 that was in Judge. No, where was that place? Lily's um, Bordello. Lily's Bordello. And Hannah was 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 kind of like. I, I had a good trip. Like and like, and, I, and I'm like that. And then everyone. and then I got them to call the ambulance. Yes, and they and they. And did they, you hear about this, Jack and Daniel? <laughs> no. Did you, Jack, no. Jack and Daniel? Did no, you know no, about this? No, no, and no, they I discreetly didn't. took you so the, the back so, door. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I I thought I was di- I thought I was dying. <laughs> and I was uh, yeah, and so this is so you know. Can I just say, folks? Uh, you know, drugs very very risky, right? So I thought I was dying. I was having a panic attack. And ha- and I'm I'm holding on to Hannah, and of course Hannah wasn't, <laughs> and she so she's kind of like trying to empathise with with somebody who thinks they're di- dying while, you know, <laughs> and so I'm in the back of the uh, ambulance, and I've talked about this before, and we were heading towards Vincent's hospital, and the ambulance driver was you know a dub, you know, uh, what's wrong with your buddy? I think I'm, not, I think I'm, I'm dying. You know, I'm looking to Hannah, and Hannah's like, I don't think you're dying, <laughs> and then and then the guy says, what what'd you do? I took ecstasy, and then the dri- the ambulance driver said, "You don't mind me calling you a fucking idiot." <laughs> and when he said that, I knew I wasn't dying because uh, he wouldn't have talked to me like that if he knew I was. Yeah. So did you stop the ambulance and did you get? No, out? no. We went to Vincent's hospital and I lay on the fucking gurney for about three hours, <laughs> and some nurse that. comes up to me and you okay, and you know. Oh did I God. stay with you, or did I go back to the party? Yeah, you know? probably went back to the party. I don't remember staying in the hospital. 
I wouldn't have stayed. <laughs> yeah, so if I was going to take drugs again, it would be in a medical environment under supervision. Actually, can, do you Ta- want to take salvia? Uh, actually, I'm I just gonna, I'm just going to let uh, Ruby out. No, she's okay. No, Why but she's, she wants to go outside. I heard um, Graham Hancock saying that um, there is some rese- research being conducted in UK where they put people under ayahuasca under the medical supervision just to see. Uh, to sort of br- to just no, shake no, them no, out of ayahuasca, out of whatever. No, uh, under DMT and they. And they uh, put it through the blood mm. so they can stay on the trip for an hour. So they observe, uh, they do MRI and they oh observe yeah. them. How does this change their consciousness? Okay. Where do they go? How do they expand? You mean you mean they can they can control it so you just trip for an hour? Yeah. So if you, um, they find out the way to administer it straight into your blood so you can have a longer trips. Because if you smoke... Yeah. It's only 15 minutes max. It's really short and intense. But it's funny. I think um, we are designed as like, like if you if you look at us, like like if you, if you look at the human body, there, there was a program on BBC, and they they bring out an object, whatever it was, and you, and nobody knew what it was. And, and the, the the point of the the TV program was to guess what the thing w- w- was designed for. Oh, okay. Right. So if you'd never seen a human body before, you know, I mean, it's it's incredible. It's got the hands and hinges and this and that and arms and mechanically and this. And if you put it on a table, you think, God, that's fucking amazing. That's designed to climb or to do this. It's designed. Mm. So so we, we we are made to put our, to for to challenge ourselves or or whatever. I, I had a point, and I'm not sure what the fuck it is, but we're certainly not designed to sit sit on a fucking couch. Mm. And I mean, a lot of people. Uh, are, are depressed for a fucking reason like you should be depressed like if you if you don't have a goal every day if you don't have something to work towards or to challenge yourself or and i think i was talking to somebody who, who jumps in the sea every day i mean i think that's the that th- that's where, where where that comes from you know where you're just putting yourself in a situation where it's really cold it's very uncomfortable but it certainly makes you appreciate what you have you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to make yourself appreciate what you have you have to force yourself. But people don't want to. I don't want to. My default position is to do fuck all. Yeah. I, I and that maybe that's that's what the, you know, you doing the ayahuasca is. is, is chat- uh, oh, no, but what you if you appreciate no. what you have and you just don't want to put yourself in uncomfortable situations? Well, I think, you say, see, when you're younger, when you're younger, you kind of can goof off and not do much and, and your body will be OK. But when you get to my age at 56, if you don't move and you don't challenge yourself and you don't walk, you your body just goes, oh, down. oh, let's uh, let's uh, oh, we're, we're going we're dying then, are we? You but, know, because uh, you know, like I didn't move for a few months during COVID and I, and I got very creaky and I think I aged about five years in about two months. But, you know, like um, human body is so advanced. It's one of the most sophisticating machines. Mm. And I had once I had an experience. I was swimming and I was doing the backstroke, but I almost uh, felt every muscle, every joint in my body. Sorry. So I just felt like this sort of super machine working incredibly smooth. Yeah. And I felt my arms, my legs, the synchronicity of every muscle. So I I felt like a machine, like this perfect 
Um, I don't know. I have to no, I know what you mean. But also, w- when you think of the hundreds and thousands of years that ha- has has taken your body, it has taken for your body to be what it is. I mean, it's 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 fucking mind blowing. That's if you believe in the evolution, you know. And we and and we've come from. I don't know what what have we come from, Jack? We've evolved from little cells, little yeah, little little cell. little tiny organisms. Mitochondriacs. Mitochondriacs. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, what is it called? Was it? Uh, Didn't we come from bacteria, virus? Y- yeah. Well, no, we came from God. <laughs> oh yeah, but that that's you know. But the hundreds of thousands of of struggles and you know this and that and the slowly you know coming out of the sea and not being able to breathe and going back in and coming down and going yeah. And then, then to to become what we ha- what we are now, but even even how life began at the very start, I think I was watching a documentary about little rock pools and so on, and the motion of the ocean coming in and out, and it was like a petri dish, and w- for whatever reason, just in that moment, the right chemistry, the this, the that, the that, and, and pff, just something pff, that, pff, and that's how we've got to where we are right now mm-hmm. for well two billion years. Uh, later but even you know the way people want everything to be perfect can't we all just live in a forest and you know blah 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 but l- life isn't like that it's fucking messy life is messy and and it's chaotic and it's and it's cat- and but out of catastrophe and you know ex- bad things happening good things happen like the the yeah. fact that the I earth exists need- is because of big um big uh, celestial you know you know, explosions and crashes and the moon and everything is, is just like, you know, uh, remains of a big collision between two celestial bodies and, you know. And I think everything is perfect. So you need conflict. Uh, well, everything isn't perfect. Peace. Yeah, but I know it's it's perfect imperfection that it serves the purpose. Yeah, it's almost like uh, every every second or third generation the world needs to sort of eat itself a little bit and conflict needs to happen or something you know like war is never good we've we've known that for years and years and years and but it's always happening war has funded the you know development particularly of the united states of america they became a big power through war and a lot of countries have uh become super rich and successful through war particularly european countries and governments are actually um, one of roles of governments is to generate wars. That's what they do. They don't look after us. Yeah. They look out. You know, they generate war. I mean, you look at the current events. You know, so much money getting poured into war, and you know, there's in England, there's all like nurses striking and everything because they don't get a pay a, a pay increase or anything like that. And uh, but so much money getting funneled. It's funny war. when we talk about uh, war. You know, um, a, a few months back, I went to Ukraine, right? And I went to uh, this village called Mushun, Mushun, a village town, and it's spread out. But but the th- the thing that blew my mind is the the scale of what went on. Like just this this whole town. I don't know how many square miles, but ju- but every single house. Mm was destroyed like 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 i I don't know just a huge huge area and and so in other words the russians with their artillery individually targeted every single house and it would have taken i don't know how long would it would have taken but they just 
they just decimated the, the play. They're just saying we are Russia. We have the power. We are going to bring this area back to year zero. If you don't comply with what we want, I mean, it was properly, uh, I don't know, uh, what's the word, uh, dystopia or whatever, yeah, hell. I, I just, I just think, you know, nowadays people should be reminded it's not uh, a game; it's really happening. You know, because a lot of people see see it as a game. You know, like they're playing the war games mm. on the on the um, PlayStation. Oh yeah, Christ! And uh, I'm telling you, um, they really don't see the difference between the war and PlayStation game. That's why they saw removed as well. You think people who play uh, video no, games? No, it's just became so um, um, so removed from reality. The war. You know yeah. that it's, it's yeah. That's it, but we saw exposed to it in the games on the television. It is. It is. It is, it is funny though that that, that these these atrocious things, these horrific things happen, and then they kind of weirdly turn into uh, entertainment. Like when when you when I think of being a kid, we would play cowboys and Indians, mm. but the reality of that, the indigenous people in the United States, the people coming over, and and taking over that that land, and the things that they did to the indigenous people, and they they were seen. The Indians were seen as the aggressors, the American Indians, but they were just defending their land. But of course, I don't know, the Indians didn't see, they didn't, they weren't into the idea of possessing land. It didn't make sense to them. Mm. But um, but it's funny, you know, like we, we were we were playing, playing uh, the, you know, we we're playing a version of that horrific thing. It's It, it, it would be like um, playing, let's play Titanic. Hey, listen, Let's, you know what I mean? And did you, you want to be Indian or cowboy? I can't remember, you know. You, I think you just got picked. <laughs> I hope picked. I don't know. Okay. I hear that. So it's Christmas Eve, Hannah. Yes. Um, Christmas Eve is the most important uh, day in, uh, in Poland. I'm on continental Europe as well. Yes. So when you, you told me that when you were growing up as a kid, um, your parents were had to be very frugal because it was oh, during yeah. the time of communism. Yes. Fuck all in the shops. There wasn't the... You, you couldn't go down to a spa shop in the town you grew up in. You didn't have spa. You didn't have it. Go on. No, no. Right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Go, go on. We, yeah. did, we didn't have spa. We didn't have... Um, so what was in the supermarkets when you were growing up? Like as a four or five-year-old? Oh, well, I don't remember. Well, I mean, there wasn't much but choice. I mean... I, I remember we had uh, coupons. Coupons for chocolate, for cigarettes... So you, you only got like a, a bar of chocolate a month, a proper chocolate. That's why I only eat the best chocolate because otherwise you could only buy a fake chocolate in the <laughs> shop. Which was and and you said that you got an orange. That was a big event. Uh, you got it for Christmas. Yeah, go maybe on, not on. one, but like four or five. And you, you normally wouldn't get no, oranges. No, no, no. It was oranges were only delivered during Christmas. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Once a year. So and you had to queue. Yeah. To get them, so it would be, you had to also queue to get toilet paper. And this is this is all year. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. so, so it was ju- it, it, the horrifying mismanagement of a country under the fucking communist rule. Yeah, it's. Um, we take everything for granted. We live like kings now. We can just eat anything, anything, 
out of yeah. season all year round. That's why a lot of the food that's out of season doesn't taste that great. Looks like a yeah. tomato, but it tastes like a fucking depressed snot. Yeah, and actually you should eat local and seasonal. And you should write local as well, says you. What? Write <laughs> 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 local. Anyway. No, write local and eat, eat something. No, no, it, it, it's, it, that sounds like a political to me. But you know, in Ireland during the Christmas Eve, or it's eat just local, like a pub e- visit. Eat local and write foreign, huh? <laughs> Buy from your sister, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eat local and write your sister now. <laughs> um, well, listen, wrap it up. Yeah, wrap it, wrap it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, you look I, I, again. You know. You know, I spent most of the fucking day trying to figure out how that fucking light works, and my my glasses are still glaring. Are they glaring, Daniel? Jack, Daniel? No, not too badly now. Thank you very much, uh, Jack and Daniel. Uh, Very happy Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Uh, Some music. Eighties dancing, yeah. Come on. Is that how you danced in the eighties? I don't know. I think so. What you danced in the eighties? Come on. You can fade to black now, don't you? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.